Hey, T Bone, have you um have you tried the new Cheeky Monkey Kolsch? I certainly have, mate. Very refreshing beer. I guess it's a bit of an entry point for the uh, craft beer drinkers amongst us, Adzi. What do you think? Yeah, it's good, mate. Uh, we all love their big over-the-top flavours and alcohol con- content that comes with the craft brewery world. But the Kolsch is one of those ones that's more sessionable. Uh, comes in at 4.2. It's a bloody quality beer, just like the rest of Cheeky Monkey. It's uh, in beer speak. It, com- it says on the can, noble hops. Naturally carbonated. Its aroma is bready, subtle spice. It's really just a easy drinking, fucking good honest Kolsch. Yeah, cheeky monkey. You, you. Good afternoon, Bone with a T. How are you, mate? I am bloody excellent, mate. It's been quite chilly, and you know what? It, you know what happens when it gets chilly in the southwest. Light the fire. You put on a big wetsuit and you drink red wine. I do, mate. And do you know what wine I've been drinking lately? I'm assuming Forrester. It's the best. Damn straight. The lifestyle Shiraz, a plump, soft and textured mouthful with silky tannins. Ooh, that does sound nice. I do love a plump mouthful. <laughs> a seriously elegant and complex wine that is more Syrah than Shiraz. It's bloody it, beautiful. And it's more of their uh, it's more of their average man range, uh, um, in economically speaking. But that's uh, what, what it lacks premium in. Product. It's still a premium product. What it lacks in a big price, it makes up for in a in a big mouthful. It's quality stuff. Forrester Winery on Wildwood Road. It's a fantastic establishment. Get behind them, everybody. Yeah, Forrester. Yeah, Forrester. Yeah, Forrester. Sitting here in the shed quarters, the Barreled Podcast Studio, and uh, I've been thinking about my health lately a little bit. What about you, T Bone? Mate, AG, Athletic Greens, 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source nutrients in one convenient daily serving. How can you beat that, Azzy? No, it's a good start to the day. Uh, I, I went a couple of weeks up north without it, unfortunately, Ooh. and uh, now I'm back home and i got a fresh pack and, uh, yeah, look forward to my morning routine. Straight out of the shower and into some AG1 gets me on the right track early yeah. in the morning. Hook into it first up and its uh, benefits are ongoing. So, uh, yeah, take control of your health these days and get into Athletic Greens. Get on to athleticgreens.com forward slash barreled podcast. Get yourself a whole bunch of bonuses and goodies and look after your health. Support the podcast. I'll tell you what, boys, my back's a bit sore. Yeah, mate, my gluteus maximus has been slapped around like a (laughs) 70s porn star on a few reefs up north. What can I do to ail... My pain. What can you do, T-Bone? That's fucking easy, mate. Go see Trev at Down South Physio. And all these buddies, they'll sort you out, give you a rub down, make you stretch, get you on the Pilates machine and get you back in the water where you need to be. Yeah, Trev. Down South Physio. Barrel Surf Podcast. 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 Welcome to the jungle, baby. It is Barrel Surf Podcast brought to you from the wilds of G-Land. Namu here with you and T-Bone is to my left, sweating it out in our little bungalow, deep, deep, deep in the Grajigan jungle. How are you, mates? Mate, it's been a pleasure sharing a room with you the last <laughs> five nights. Holding hands at night, watching out for the monkeys. 
the monkeys and the wild pigs and the sound of the surf crashing down the reef, the famous reef. That is Gradigan. It's been an epic, uh, epic trip so far, mate. Yeah, up, up to our six nights tonight, aren't we? So we're off back to Bali tomorrow. And uh, I'll tell you what, I've, I'm, unless I get another surf in later on today, which I will, I will be running back to Bali with my tail between my legs, having snapped my leggy after three waves today. But I tell you what, how fucking uncrowded is it out here? Yeah, maybe not. Let me not say how uncrowded it is because it's been pretty remarkable. Still pretty competitive to get waves though, so I wouldn't like to see it with too many more people. It's um, yeah, it's a lot of good surfers here. So there's more monkeys than surfers here <laughs> at the moment, definitely. Mate, there's more monkeys than surfers at any time. They're fucking everywhere. Including big boy, he charged a few of the crew yesterday at breakfast time. Gave them all a bit of a fright, but yeah, it's been it's been an epic few days here. We've uh, been enjoying some sunsets with some bintangs and hot dogs down at Joyo's down the front. Yeah. I know why the pros had a good time here. Well, we didn't have any wild parties, but, um, mate, Bintangs have been super cold, super enjoyable. Uh, Really good way to spend the afternoon down on the deck there, watching the waves peel off in a sunset. Yeah, there's nothing better, nothing better. So, uh, I just on G-Land, I mean, a word on the street there. They're going to run it next year, but I'm hearing that they're going to push it to August. Push it to August. So, uh, what, just to get more swell? Possibly, yeah, possibly. Maybe there might be better tides, who knows? So uh, watch this space. Um, I think we got much better ways than the Wazzle. What do you reckon? Yeah, certainly more swell by the looks of it. Yeah. Um, oh, they, they did have that swell before the comp started. True, but, um, true. But yeah, I think one thing you don't really realise when you're watching on the on the, for, on the, um, on the Wazzle website uh, trying to get the start is that the tides are so fickle here. So it is must have been quite difficult for them to sort of say all right we're on because yeah it's a bit of a challenge with those tides it's a it's a definitely an afternoon uh venue to surf you know wait for those trades to kick in and really groom that lineup as you as you would have noticed during the mornings now a few little bumps and ribs through the face but it just gets better as the day um goes on so um a little bit of morning sickness but yeah no it's definitely the case what was that the bin tanks talking mate well when you are sitting down at the sunset deck having a bintang watching guys get some pretty good waves, it does seem like it is better at that time of day. But like you say, it could just be the bintangs talking. And uh, yeah, so part one of the journey is just about over and we're off to Bali tomorrow. This goes post up at Commie in for a couple of days. Bit of a swell coming on Tuesday next week. Yeah. It looks um, pretty sizable. So uh, I, I hear that they're going to kick off the trials of the Rip Curl Cup. Yeah, Padang. So that'll keep a few of the locals away from Crummer. So hopefully we'll snag a couple. Yeah, could couldn't be better really timing. Apart from it being eight foot plus or whatever at Crummer's, having never surfed there, but we'll see how we go. Should be fine. And then back back to the uh, cold, wet, and miserable home. Um, what is that Wednesday night? Yeah, as he's been saying, it's been pissing down rain <laughs> and cold and windy. So uh, as he fuck, we're not rushing back, mate. So uh, just hold the fort, hold the shed. We'll be yeah, back soon. Go collect our uh, cheeky monkeys and forester, mate, and we'll we'll see in a few days. I think we probably will release this episode before we get back. So, yeah, obviously, Adzi couldn't make it over to G-Land, to the jungle, because he's uh, had his little trip up north with the family, up to the desert up that way. So, we'll see Adzi when he gets back, when we get back. It's so good to be back in Indonesia. How good is it now, mate? 
Fuck, it's so sick. Just living those dreamy days of surf, relax, maybe a massage, surf again, have some lunch, surf again if 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 you've got that much energy. I certainly have been surfing more than three times a day, but um, yeah, it's an idyllic lifestyle. It's like a fantasy, isn't it? So we'll uh. Yeah, can't wait to come back again next year. Nothing's changed, by the way, folks. If you haven't been back for a couple of years, nothing has changed and it's all waiting for you. The waves are there. Indonesian people are still really friendly. Got to treat them right, obviously, but they'll treat you right if you do the same. And yeah, get up, get amongst it. Get over here, get to window. Now, um, yeah, bit of, bit going on in the wazzle, T-Bone. Obviously, we have just had J-Bay. Mate, oh, what an epic event that was and uh, everyone's just frothing and talking about how good J-Bay was and it was so perfect, it was a perfect time zone for us. I mean, I was over in Sydney for a week um, but after spending the day with the family and, and, and having, having a dinner and a few drinks, I'd, I'd go back to my hotel room. It was just perfect timing to flick on J-Bay and just watch those heats. Yeah, awesome. It's, um, yeah, same back in WA. I think it was starting about quarter past one, so... You put the uh, surfing on the second screen at work and away you go. It was about time that they scored epic waves in an event. Yeah, well, they've kind of been a bit skunk I mean, apart from Pipe, haven't they? I mean, where have we had epic waves this year for the Wazzle now, mate? Well, there was one afternoon at El Salvador. There was... It's not Pop- J-Bay, though, as Jordy did mention at one of his post-heat interviews. Exactly, yeah. Um, they had good waves for Pipe, didn't they? True. How can I forget? Okay, yeah. Pipe was epic. Pipe and J-Bay's been epic. Pipe with a goat and J-Bay with uh, a new potential goat. Well, the goat didn't rock up. The, the goat lost his boards, apparently. <laughs> but he brought what? his magic board from Kandui by the looks of it. But, what happened um, to his boards, mate? Oh, fuck knows. I heard he um, he was expecting to pick up his quiver at a mate's place. And uh, he went over to his mate's place in, in near J-Bay and the boards weren't there. What's going on? Go so I went and bought a board off the rack. Yeah. Country Feeling. Is it Country Feeling? Yeah, what Country Feeling. Yeah. Surf shop there. I think you might have even worked there for a I bit. I worked there in the mid-90s. Shout out to all the folk at Country Feeling. So yeah, picked up a board off the rack. Luckily, it was a um, Slater Designs model and um, yeah, went out in his heat. He looked a lot better, didn't he, once he got on that second board? He did, but the funny thing is he realised that his mate hadn't moved his boards. He just moved his boards from that mate to another mate's place. Oh, uh, <laughs> mate, uh, epic event. Um, tell you what, the cream rose to the top. Um, I was surprised. I saw a lot of a lot of the guys, maybe in the bottom bottom half, seemed to be really struggling in how to surf J-Bay. I mean, it's, yep. you think a perfect long right-hander is, would be anyone's dream to surf, but you need to do the time. You need to just to read it and just go with the flow um but some of the guys look a bit out of sorts and obviously the 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 top guys just rose to the top you know i mean how good did geordie look in the early rounds he looked pretty deadly he looked unbeatable and he just sort of unraveled a little bit didn't he yeah he's quarter he went down to ethan um yeah just didn't didn't happen for him but i uh you know he was looking pretty deadly i mean fuck what can you say about Ethan Ewing, Namu. How's his rail game? Yeah, he took it out. He never looked like he was going to get beaten, to be honest. I thought he was, yeah. Everyone was saying he's a f- pre-event favourite, and he certainly proved that by taking it really in a bit of a canter, didn't he? How good is it to see an Australian, and now Jack, and now Ethan, 
you know, the Aussies are clawing back, mate. Two and three in the world right now, mate. That is epic. It was so good to see Ethan Ewing take out his first win of a CT event. And what 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 an event it was. What were your top three takeaways from J-Bay, T-Bone? Mate, I... You know what? I love watching a goofy go to town at J-Bay. So I was super, like my, I'll go in, like number three was Yago Dora. I thought his backhand attack was fucking Fuck, how mental. good is he? Yeah. I mean, he just narrowly lost to Ethan in the semis. But he's really gaining some momentum. He's in the same stable as, well, he's with his old man, isn't it? He's with Jack. They're both Vulcan team riders and they both seem to be feeding off each other. Jack Robbo. Uh, yeah. Yep. So I thought Yago's attack was mental. I mean, speaking of other goofies, I thought Connor O'Leary looked fucking good too. Something about a goofy at J-Bay. Um, he seems to have gone to another level, doesn't he? Oh, he has, mate. He has. So he's gaining a bit of momentum and Yago can ride the pit. So I don't... I don't, I don't, I don't we'll have to check the ratings later, Nami. I'm not sure where Yago's sitting after J-Bay, but um, whether he's got a, a, a sniff because he can ride a left, left-hand pit. So going to Chopu... I don't think he's going to make the top five. I think he's too far down the down the ladder. But um, he's too far back because he um he missed the first four four or five there events. You go. That's right. He was an injury wog. He was injured himself, didn't he? He's actually in twenty third place. Two semifinals in a row, though. He's got some momentum. Watch yep. out for the guys in the top five if they're facing Yago at Tahiti. They could find themselves in a little trouble. Yeah. Mate, Jack Robbo continued that Zen master performance <laughs> and just was in the zone. Um, pulled out a couple of clutch moments again. Just looked really good. He's just fucking bring on Chopu. Bring on Chopu. Yep. Jack Robbo. He's he's uh, he's made for the joint. He's made for the joint. Um, can he clinch the number one spot now, man? Because I'm hearing a word on the street that Phil Philippe's going straight home. <laughs> to to uh, Trestles, what is that? Is that uh, any truth behind that? Nah, I I'm not in his his corner, mate. So I won't be able to tell you that. But <laughs> <laughs> I can make it up anyway. Now, well, yeah, I mean, there's obviously going to be speculation. That he's not going to go to Tahiti, but he's um, injured, isn't he? Or got injured? At well, jo- might have been one of those. Oh fuck, Tahiti's coming up. I've hurt my knee. That sort of story, but yeah, I reckon he'd be absolutely fucking crazy not to go to Tahiti because everyone's just going to write him off, and there's going to be a bit of an asterisk behind the world title if he takes it at Trestles. I reckon if he didn't go, yeah, he's just got to fucking realise that you know surfing, professional surfing, is so much about that appearances and stuff like that. So yeah, if he doesn't make it, people are just going to look at him and go, oh, you Mate, know, he just wants that world title, Nami. Just wants that world title. Yeah, maybe maybe Play become smart. a Tahiti master after that. But yeah. yeah, I mean, going back to top three now. I mean, obviously Jack Robbo, number two, he surfed amazing. He's he's just continuing on a, a stellar year, and mate, Ethan Ewing. Ethan uh, Ewing, yeah. What can I say? It's just the most stylish, powerful surfer on tour by far. Best carve game, rail game. I think he had more in the tank. I think he could. He he, he had. He could have lifted the bar even more. Yeah, as I was saying, he sort of cruised to the victory in the end. It was. It looked like it was predestined that he was going to take it out. It's just um, the thing that's almost almost even more impressive about his surfing is that he looks like he's not even. He's got that sort of effortless style, like Joel Parco. So it's yeah. um, yeah. 
Mate, he's got a lot of variation in his turns as well. It's not just a big, you know, yep. layback Larry. He, he, he just does all sorts of variations to that calf, and it's fuck. It, it it's timeless. Never grows old. Yeah, mate. Number three. Number yeah, top top moment. Really stoked for him. Happy for him, and um, he's cemented a top five. Going to Trestles. Fucking look out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's got the game for Trestles. I reckon it's um, he can certainly go to the air if he needs to. So we'll see what happens there. So there's probably been a few not so great moments. Now, did you have any any? Well, before we do move on to that, I've got a couple of highlights as well. I want to just bring up one of them was Tatiana Weston Webb. Um, seems like she's perhaps not very well liked on the tour, but she um fucking dominated. The she was seven. She looked pretty solid, deadly, didn't she? Solid waves in her backhand, and she was going top to bottom. Yeah, it certainly didn't look like she was scared at all. Um, some incredible surfing from her. I was a bit devastated that um, Steph got got knocked too early. I think she got when Steph go out the semi finals. I think she looked really good in in her earlier rounds. You know, yeah, really she was stylish. ripping as well. She got a few good tubes, but she did. I think she did get knocked out by Tatiana, didn't she? So, oh, was it Tyler? No, it was Tyler. So what, what's 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 going on with Tatty, mate? She's just a bit a bit too competitive, a bit too steely. Well, in one of those um, one of those make or breaks, she had a bit of a bit of a chat with I think it might have been Sage Erickson I don't know one of them one of them was sort of saying fucking good on you for pulling that sort of priority shit or something like that that was certainly words and yeah that's that's the word in the street that she's not the most well-liked competitor on the women's side well you got to do anything to win right as long as it's within the rules well um, yeah may not ingratiate you with your fellow competitors at times so uh, and the other one that I I thought was just fucking classic was Josh Faulkner doing his goat boat into oh, the barrel. It's <laughs> it oh, so funny to watch that live. Did you see his post interview? He was pretty stoked, actually. I missed it. No, oh, he oh, he was stoked just to make a, a wild card into the event, and it's going to uh, pay for his. Um, I think he's going to go chase a few events, maybe a couple of challenger series or something. Yeah, sick. So good on him, mate. Yeah, maybe he can pull off another goat boat. Down the line, I was hoping he'd get pitted. <laughs> he did get pitted. Fucking stoked. He just didn't come out of it. He, yeah, he fully fully got into the big round barrel, mate. It was pretty fun to watch. Um, low lights. Well, I don't know. I don't know what the hell is going on with Chloe Andino. Fucking hell. I keep fucking talking him up and then he keeps getting dirty turds. Yeah. I, or the equivalent of dirty turds. Yeah, uh, watched one heat and he went for th- uh, an aerial th- 360, didn't make it. Yeah. Nah. He just doesn't look interested to me. I don't know why it is, but yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah. He's he's not top five. He's, he's barely making top ten if you ask me. Um, no, I don't know what it is now, mate. But, uh, I mean, I told you our last party, give up on Chloe. <laughs> he's, uh, well, I didn't, I didn't put him in, in my... Um, uh, no, you didn't, mate. You didn't. My fantasy team. So, um, the other, oh, I don't know. I kind of feel that Kelly is on a victory lap at the moment and um, I can't see him going on next year full time. What do you reckon? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I thought after winning Pipe that he was interested to have a full crack at the year and try and make the top five and go to Trestles. I think he definitely was. Um, obviously one pipe bombed out early sunset, 
had a pretty shitty shitty event at Marg's or oh, sorry at Bell. Actually Bell's what did he make the round of sixteen? I can't remember. He still looked okay. Marg's early exit and obviously um G Lan was disappointing. Mate, he's uh, won two hates since Pipe. Yeah, he's given it yeah, total. He's given it the flick, hasn't he? Uh, I don't think he has. I think he's just he just can't fucking get over the line. Well, with yeah, surfing. he's probably done the sums. I mean, if he wins, I mean, if you look at the rankings now, Namu, where's Kelly sit? He's down at seventeenth. Yeah, he's, he's currently twenty three thousand two hundred ninety points. If he wins Tahiti, that takes him to thirty three thousand. Still can't points. make the top five. If he if he wins, no, he'll no. It's not going to happen. He's out. No, what it's all here? over for this year for Kelly. Yeah, top five. Yeah, but no. still would like him to see win fucking chopes. But um, I think he'll he'll go back to pipe again. Yep. Um, and if he gets knocked out early, uh, I, I yeah, I just don't think he'll go on. I mean, I mean, he didn't go to Salvador and Brazil and. He'll surf pipe for sure. He probably won't even bother with Sunset. Yeah. Hates it. Do you reckon he'll just do wild cars? Well, yeah. Just pipeline to Hedy yeah. J Bay. Yeah. You know? Just his three favourite spots, whatever. I reckon just hang up the gloves and let and let a a, a, a young, you know, young up and coming guy get a get a full year. Yeah, nothing nothing against the goat, because he's the goat no matter what happens. So that's why I think he's probably, you know, he can always finish off this year and know that he won an event first event in a while and uh yeah say sayonara to the greatest competitive career in any sport ever probably so i'm going to call it namu i reckon chopu if he wins he's going to retire there and then yeah well he's not making the five is he so no, he'll retire yeah wild card for pipe boom yeah no or he'll retire at pipe okay one or the other well he might he might well if he did if he did win chopes he'd probably go, Yeah, that's me done. Yeah. But um yes, anyway. So let's look at fantasy from J Bay. How'd you go, mate? I thought I was doing reasonably well. Um the internet's so shit here, I can't check. <laughs> but uh I my women I did shit house in. I think I had Carissa as my double whammy surfer. Um, whammy. I did have Taddy. Um I had uh, Steph and, hang on, my team's come up. There it is. But a lot of my girls bombed out pretty early. Uh, I had EE as my double whammy surfer. Obviously, nice. he won the event. Yep. I actually picked Kanoa to win the event in our last podcast. And I thought Kanoa was looking pretty sharp all event. And he got bombed out in the semi. So, he still got me a few points. I'm going to say it right now. I just reckon Kanoa's rail game is is a step behind Ethan Ewing. Oh fuck yeah! Thank um, you. I agree. Now. Jack Robbo, uh, Griffin. Yeah, for me, yeah, jeez. He just ro- doesn't hold his rail as long as the other guys. Yeah, no, for me, the the, the Griffin and Ethan are the other two top two rail movers and shakers. Or natural mean, anyway. I mean, you can't. You got to be careful not to mention Philippe, I guess. But uh, yep. Well, I'm still hanging out in the car park here. I'm uh, I'm not leaving the car park today because it's offshore all day and there's little waves peeling down the reef, albeit inconsistently, so I'm not going back to camp. 
I'm just going to hang around the car park and uh, have a chat to a few people before I go for another surf. And I do have another special guest in my uh, car studio here today for Barrel Surf Podcast. A uh, lovely young lady by the name of Coral Durant. How are you, Coral? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Very good. And uh, and you've got your younger sister uh, or older. older sister hanging out by the window there, Denny Durant. How are you going, Denny? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> so you girls have had a bit of a unique upbringing. Is that right? You um, were all born and bred at the bluff in camp. Is that is that true? Yeah, yep. So we have uh, eight siblings. Yep. Uh, my parents just fell in love with the place they found a way to stay there by buying the just the local shop cafe and then yep. they made a little shack and that turned into a house and yeah <laughs> rest sick. is history your dad must be a goofy footer surely yep. and yeah and he made sure we were all goofy as well did he yeah did uh <laughs> did any of you try to be a natural footer i think maybe one or two I, yeah i don't know dad always like did the push test and if we ever put our left foot no right foot forward is the right foot forward uh, left, left foot, foot forward. forward. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, left foot forward. Yeah, that's right. Um, he was like, nah, put the other one around. <laughs> really? Like... Yeah, good move. Yep, very good move. So how old were you before you started paddling out at, at the bluff, Cor- Coral? Um, well, how old were we? When we, like, we were down the beach at the Shorey. We always yep. started out there because it was a bit easier, down at Desperates. Yep. Um, and, yeah, we would have been so young then yeah. <laughs> I don't know I could not even tell you an age yeah um and then by the time we started going out the point oh I don't even know like could, what age do you reckon it would have been around we all started pretty late because like, it's a pretty heavy wave yeah to well I was gonna say for, for those listeners that don't know I mean probably everyone does but I mean it's a serious wave it's it's mm. shallow it's urchin infested it's rugged it's isolated it's powerful yeah. it's fast yeah. it's hollow yeah yeah it's not exactly a great place to um learn to surf, learn to surf <laughs> as a seven-year-old girl I wouldn't have thought but who knows you, you guys have built you, you bred different up here so a lot of urchins a lot of cut feet a lot yeah. of lessons learned <laughs> really <laughs> oh that's classic and now you're um you girls are all very competent out there and charging it on on as big as it gets really is that fair to say or yeah. definitely yeah I don't, six we, to eight to ten foot days you'll have a go well whenever we just paddle out it doesn't really bother you us don't bother. we get scared but like yep. everyone does everyone but does you yeah. just yeah go for it sick yeah well, i've seen you girls get a couple of nice waves out there today you were dropped into a couple of sucky ones and then just big clean bottom turn and ripped it straight off the roof right in front of me and it's just like, yep, there goes another girl surfing better than me again. It uh, seems to happen a bit these days, but it's all right. It's all good. Um, mate, you've got a pretty awesome network there. I mean, there was three three sisters out there having a surf this afternoon, was it? Yeah, so Marnie, our older sister, and then yep. Denny and myself. Yep. Um, yeah, all six of us do surf, but they all have their own lives. Yeah, yeah, um, cool. Yeah, so we're still hanging out at the bluff and surfing Sick. And you're still living full-time at the Bluff? Um, yeah, so I, last year I went over to New South Wales to do these two comps and oh, yeah. I got stuck over there because of COVID oh, for 10 months yeah. And yeah, as right. well as Denny. Yeah, right. Um, and were you doing the comps as well, Denny? No, I wasn't. No. Yeah, yeah. so we so, were over there. Sorry, how old are you, Coral? I'm 19. And Denny's? I'm 21. 21, yep. Uh, sorry, so you got stuck over there? Yes, yeah, so yeah. I got stuck over in New South Wales for 10 months, which was meant to be just a two-week surf competition trip. Yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, when the border opened in March this year, I drove over 
across Australia to get home. Um, and so, yeah, I'll be here for the rest of the year, just surfing for Billabong and, um, yeah, just enjoying time at home. Yeah, cool. So, uh, Billabong have sponsored you? Yeah, so I've been with Billabong since I was 13. Yeah, cool. Um, and, yeah, still with them now. So. Awesome. How'd you go on those comps over there? Uh, yeah, so they were the QS 5000 and I got into the quarter final. So, oh, cool. I think that's like ninth place. Yeah, yeah, that's solid. Um, yeah, so I got a few points from that and then I also did the pro junior and I made the semi so I got like equal third. Oh cool and uh, have you got plans to um, further your competitive career? Yeah so um, this year my manager Bo from Billabong he's um, happy for me to stay home surf to me surf the bluff get good clips dad yep. films us so oh, um, that will be my year and then once uh, the season ends I'm gonna go over east drive back over um, and do the comps from January to whenever they finish, I think in May. So, oh yeah, cool. Um, yeah, continue. And on that'll be the, the regional QSs yeah, to so try to qualify they, for the Challenger Series. Yeah, so they do yeah. all the QS um, qualifying series through that, and then yeah. if you qualify in your region, you make it into the Challenger Series, and that's how you get on the tour nowadays. So, yeah, yeah, yep. Um, yeah. Cool. Just see what happens. And um, have you surfed Margaret River Mainbreak much before? Because obviously, as a aspiring pro, it's sort of yeah, look, it's sort of a bit of a pathway, isn't it, to maybe get a wild card in or yeah. something like that? Yeah, so um, I have surfed that wave quite a lot. I yep. did an Aussie titles there, and I got the under-18 state, I mean, Australian championship Oh, there. did you? Yeah. So, Aussie champ. Yeah, so oh, well I won done, it mate. out Legend. of May, Margaret. Um, Sick. Yeah, so I was happy there to win it there. Um, and then I've been doing a bit of the two of the trials. Oh, yeah, you, you did the trials this year, times. did you? Yep. Um, yeah, I did, didn't do too well this year, but the year yep. before I got second. Just second to Willow last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so... Well, you and, you and Willow, there. Hardy, must make great sparring partners up here. Yeah, up I up. don't really see her too much. Oh, don't um, yeah, yeah, a little bit here yeah, and there yeah. when we compete. Yeah, um, cool. But yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and, mate, how do you go... When you go over east and you go into these beach breaks and stuff after just growing up on the um, unlimited power and speed of the bluff, mm. how do you go trying to get over there and manufacture speed and manoeuvres and that? Is it all good or yeah, is um, it a struggle? Well, I remember the first couple comps over there I did I when I was younger. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so much harder. Like I can't gain speed. Um, yeah. And then I started competing at more comps in WA at like Trig and Manja um, and I did okay in them and I was kind of like sort of working it out um, and now that I have was living over there for 10 months I actually had to surf it every single day yeah, and so yeah. I've gotten a lot better at now and um, it was probably a blessing in disguise really that I had to stay over there because I got a lot better um, yeah, yep. and yeah so it is tricky but you just gotta make do. With I think what it's you a can. bit of um, definitely a rite of passage to, as a young aspiring mm. pro from West Oz, to go to the East Coast and, yeah. and do a good stint. I know Jacob Wilcox is doing the same sort of thing because mm. you get so used to the power and speed over here, and it's hard to manufacture. And eighty yeah. percent of your qualifying comps are probably going to have to be in those sorts of waves, aren't they? So. Well, yeah, exactly. Like most of the comps, until you get onto the CT, are in two foot onshore shitty waves. So. Yeah. Um, you really got to just get used to it and yeah yeah cool um mates okay back to the uh back to the north since we're we're hanging up here um over all the years is a who's sort of someone that um really springs to mind as your favorite surfer to watch down at the bluff 
Um, well, my brother-in-law, Lockie Caldwell, he's oh, yeah? amazing. Probably the best to do it at the bluff. Is he? Um, and my elder sister, Alex Durant, yeah. she's incredible. Really? Seriously incredible. Oh, cool. So they're my two favourite people to watch at the bluff. Yeah. Um, as well as Danny, Marnie. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So. Watching all, yeah. Yeah, just, siblings would be yeah. pretty cool. And how about you, Denny? Who's your sort of favourite uh, person at the Bluff over the years? Yeah, I'm gonna have to back Carl up there. No one beats Lockie out there. <laughs> really? <laughs> we, uh, yeah. Yep. No, nah, he's the best. He's the man yeah, at yeah. the There's Bluff. There's no question about that. Really? How old is Lockie? Cobble? He's 29. 29. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. He just got that wave completely dialed. Yeah. <laughs> and um, how often do you come the incredibly long drive all the way up here to, <laughs> to three mile uh, like is it often or do you just really froth out on on your hometown spot there um yeah we come up here heaps actually yeah yeah, yeah. we just as long as it's going to be worth it we will come up yeah, yeah. Yes. and the drive's so easy so quick it's beautiful scenery and yeah. it all just feels like home to us so yeah it's all it's all just your backyard what yeah. a magic backyard in the desert of northwest australia it's pretty unique uh place to be um all right now give us a bit of carnage could you what's your worst wipeout ever has denny got a good one does she denny (laughs) is the queen of getting flogged like through our whole upbringing she oh gosh oh denny give us your worst wipeout story then um okay i got a few now i'll give you my worst injury was i went to take off it was pretty low tide offshore like not that big and i went to take off i went head first straight into the reef and oh. i got stitches i think i got 10 stitches on my scalp and like yeah you could see everything oh it was, wow you'd Honestly. see me <laughs> me brain so <laughs> that was, was probably my how my old were you when that happened 16 16 but i've had staples i've had stitches in other areas of my head I've, wow yeah, I've done it all. Nasty, Just, yeah. and you didn't. You didn't obviously get unconscious on it on that whack. Um, nearly, nearly, nearly yeah, yeah. But I was surprised. pretty lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, wow. Yeah. And who stitched you up? Your dad. Oh no, <laughs> no, that was a town trip. Yeah, a trip yeah. to Carnarvon. So you've been to the yeah. Carnarvon Hospital a few times, courtesy of the reef, have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So I haven't learnt my lesson. <laughs> uh, you girls are hardcore. There was one year you went to the hospital, like the sixteen. You went to the hospital about. Four times, oh, I think. like four or five times that year. Wow! And it was like, it, like, oh, here she goes again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy! You chicks are charges for sure. Um, and what about you, Coral? What's your uh, worst wipeout? Touch story? wood. Oh, yeah. I no, I don't really. You got the ever, magic touch. I don't, don't know, even wipe like out. Your face here. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> apart from the, apart from the <laughs> cut on your face right now, of course. Yeah. I just. <laughs> Jumped off, got stuck behind a wave, came up, and like my leggy was loose. And I'm usually always putting my hands around whenever I come up from the water. Yeah. Um, and I just turned around, and the board just flung up and whacked me in the face of the fin. And it's a tiny little cut, but yeah, yeah, bit sore. Bit sore. <laughs> <laughs> no. wow. Seems like uh, um, Denny. Denny's taken all the hits for you. Yeah, it would seem you like a, like an older sister should looking we, after the younger sister. We started together. We like have surf match every day together forever, and she's just always been the to get like boards nice. she's always breaking boards getting hurt i yeah oh, i feel that's, lucky that's classic all right mate well um thanks for coming in and having a chat with us girls uh i look forward to supporting uh all west aussies so it's going to be no different to looking forward to support you on the on the tour so hopefully you can get out there and uh throw your hat in the ring and um i'll also look forward just to watching you girls sp- 
um, speed down the line with that feminine style <laughs> that you that you have, and uh, it's just a beautiful thing to watch. So good on you, and uh, best of luck for the future. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much for having us. You, no worries. Now, Nana, I know you nailed your your fantasy, mate. Yeah, I had a big, big, um, big event actually. I got eight hundred and seventy-five points, and I was third overall. So that was pretty unbelievable. When you say overall, you mean the WSL league? Yeah. So the whole the whole of the um was all I got third for the event. So when you look at the leaderboard now, yep. What are you ranked on the leaderboard? So top 10 now overall. Fuck. Bullshit. Th- that was because of the, obviously, I mean, I had a, just an arsy, arsy event with J-Bay. I had, yeah, all the top guys and doubles and all the rest of it. Um, so, yeah, huge, huge result for my team coming third overall for the event into the top 10 ninth overall. It's fucking epic, mate. Yeah. It's good to be in the top 10. Again? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you might get a fucking sticker or, or yeah. a, even a, uh, a pass into the, uh, the Margaret River CT van. <laughs> you know? Fucking sort it out, Was or what are, our, what are our prizes this year? They still haven't talked about prizes, but um, could be a couple of, couple of boards up for grabs there in various leagues around the place. Yep. Now, I should mention in the Barrel Podcast League, we didn't never really t- talk about this, but Who's overall... Winning? We have got, I'm pretty sure we've got one, two, and three in the world. That's crazy. In our league. We Shout got, out to the, whoever they are. Who, yeah, the Fuzz. Chicken Joe's Surf Club? Or? Yeah, Chicken Joe's Surf Club, the Fuzz, Sean Wright, who we know, and Tawny, um, and I and myself rounding out the top five. So, yeah, good on you boys, smashing it. Let's um see who, or boys and girls, I should say. Um, the winner of the J-Bay comp, for Barrel Surf Podcast was, oh, I've just lost it, by event, which one was it, that one there, oh, it was me. Fucking there you go. <laughs> Congratulations to you, Nami, you win a four pack of Cheeky Monkey. <laughs> Sick, can't wait to drink that, cheers Cheeky Monkey. Uh, Sean Wright should mention as well, third place in the event and is also third overall if i'm not mistaken fucking pull it in sean come on mate you got this you can get the fuzz and the chicken joe take out number one in the world so mate well done on that so we're moving to to tahiti i know we're still a good couple of weeks out the outer known tahiti pro kicks off on the 11th of august yep so I'm not sure. I mean, if you look at the injuries now, the top dogs, uh, you've got Gabby, still got his injury. Um, you'd think Gabby would be pushing to, to do Tahiti, even though he's not going to make the top five. Uh, oh, I can't see Gabby making to, going to Tahiti, no. So you've, uh, Philippe is a question mark? Well, you're probably realistically not going to put Philippe on your team anyway, are you? Whoopsie daisy. No. I mean, if you look at the uh, the current rankings now, it's, you know, Philippe and Jack are home. Ethan's looking pre- pretty solid. Now, I tell you what, um, Griffin and Kanoa, I mean, they're both very similar in points. Kanoa's about 1,000 points behind Griffin. Yep. 
So Tahiti's going to be pretty full on for, for those guys hovering around 6, 7 and 8. I mean, Callan Robson, if he gets a big, big result, he's he could potentially jump over Kanoa and Griffin. He could really be a smoky for Tahiti. It, it could looks be. like a wave that could suit him. Lots of power. He's obviously a very good tube rider. So, yeah, it could be a bit of a smoky um, there with... Carl Robson. I mean, how, I mean, I don't know if he's done much time in uh, in Chopu, mate. Uh, but uh, Kanoa's pretty good out there. Griffin is fucking crazy. Uh, so I'd like to see Griffin in that top five. Yep. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Obviously, John's not going to be there. Miguel Pupo charges. It's going to be interesting to... Uh, just to see if those guys around the bottom, 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, can get a big result and maybe pip one of those sort of guys like Kanoa and Griffin out if they uh, manage to get bundled out early. Yeah, so when you are looking at your teams, one thing to obviously take into account is that local wild cards, especially if it gets bigger, bigger forecasts, they will be charging with Gay Bandon out there and, yeah, well worth picking rather than some of the sort of backmarkers. Um you know, maybe like your Seths and your Jacksons and your Jake Marshall, although very competent tube riders, perhaps not as experienced, I guess, as the local crew there. Yeah. So keep your eye on the wild cards. Um, yeah, always think about Jack Robbo and your Kelly Slater out at Chopes, as well as, like you say, the Griffins. Experienced pipeline competitors. And, uh, yeah, obviously it's a different wave to pipe, but... Confidence in the barrel is an important thing at both locations. So. Yeah, it certainly is, Nami. Now, if it's small chopper, you'd have to put money on Italo, you know, for a goofy, you know, really fast, can get pitted, get a lot of barrel time. Um, I'm really hoping it's not going to be small chopper. Yeah, no, nobody wants small chopes. We've talked about that. It's not as fun as big chopes. So predictions for me for top, you know, this is what I think the top five look like. Obviously, the first three are predictable. There's two Aussies, as we said before. I mean, Philippe on type, Jack and Ethan. I think Italo will scratch in at number four, and I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Griffin. I think Griffin's gonna finish round out the top five. I agree. I can't see Kanoa displacing him at this stage. It's it's going to be whoever finished higher. Yeah. If they finish uh, as if they finish equal, then. Griffin's got their nod. Um, Kanoa charges, you know. It's, yeah, it's the only hard, one that can really probably take him out is Cohen Robson. Yeah, I don't think he's going to do it, but I like to. I love to see him do it. But yeah, I think uh, he's had a fucking stellar of a year. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. This sneaky little pick in at number twelve in the rankings too. Kaya Belly is uh, very, very good in the backhand barrel. So look out for him to make a charge. Connor O'Leary is my smoky. He could come from fucking nowhere and win. If he can, you know, you saw him at Pipe earlier in the year, he can get some really big pits. Don't he's forget, he's finaled at Cloud Break as well. Fuck, well, there you go now, mate. Um, women's, because don't forget, we've got the women's event at Chopes this year as well. Oh, my oh, lordy. Shit, I, uh, I see Bronte was over there for a Roxy trip. I did hit her up on Insta to see if she was actually had a wild card for the event, so, but she said she's not surfing in the event. Oh, did she? No, she's not surfing it. She um, got back to you. Just there for a trip. So I uh, would love to see uh, Bronte out at Tahiti. 
Yes. Um, so this is going to be an interesting one, mate. You'd have to put money on Tatiana being the goofy. Uh, I think it's going to favour the goofy out there. Um, I mean, you look at the top five now, man. You've got Carissa, Joanne, Steph, Brissa, all natural footers. Yep. And Taddy obviously is the goofy. Brissa Hennessy coming from, where she come from? Fiji? She's probably, she lives in Fiji, she's yeah. She's probably ridden a few little nuggets out at Cloudy. So um, who knows? I... Uh, I reckon it's a fucking hard one to pick. Yeah. I think everybody in the world will be picking Caroline Marks as their tier C surfer. She's obviously got the runs on the board at Chopes um, and is in pretty good form. She's made a quarter and two, uh, sorry, a semi and two quarters. Um, and also Courtney Conlog, she might be a smoky out there as well. Yeah, I was a bit disappointed with Caroline. I actually thought she was going to dominate J-Bay. Uh, she bombed out pretty early, but you're right, Nami. She has mm. been there, uh, and she's she's there now. She's with the, on that Roxy trip with uh, Bronte now, oh, so she, she's getting in some time before the event. So I think she'll uh, be fairly confident. I I don't know how much time Carissa, Joanne DeFay or Steph have spent at Chopu. Or for even surf chopper, I'm not sure. I think Chris is almost a guaranteed pick. I would have thought she can ride a backhand pit, mate. So, yep. um, I mean, fuck, she's way out in front again. You know, fifty-two thousand points. She's fucking dominating this year. Joanne Defay is a bit of a smoky, I think, this year. Can mm. she take out a world title? That'd be pretty epic. I don't reckon she can. I reckon she will. Um, I just think she's had some momentum. She's had that victory at, at J. But uh, sorry, at Gland, but. I don't reckon she will take it out. I reckon it's Chris's again this year, number six. Yeah, well, hard to, you know, it's, it's Chris is pretty good at trestles, obviously. Uh, but you never know, jo- you know, Joan Defay. If Joan Defay could get up to first spot, so she only has to surf in one heat, she could take it out. But I tell you what, what a fairy tale Steph wins her eighth world title. Is it, you reckon it's a possibility? It's got to be a possibility. I think it's, she's a bit like Kelly. She just needs that confidence you know, mindset and she'll be away. Yeah, she's, I mean, Steph's not out of the woods, you know. Steph's still got to get a result. She's got, I guess she's got Lakey Peterson. Tyler Wright is looking too far down the rankings, I think. But um, I wouldn't think the girls will change that much. Um, so we'll see how it goes, mate. All right, so men's winner, women's winner. I'll tell you what if well it's it's hard to pick you know obviously we don't know what the conditions are but if the conditions are absolutely flawless and pumping I'm going I'm going Kelly to win and retire Uh, if if it's pumping I'm going Tatiana there you go Um, but if it's shit Namu fuck I reckon Italo I reckon if it's small and racy little Bowls, I think it'll low for free error. So let yeah, let, let's just wait and see. And Caroline Marks is obviously going to be uh, a favourite, as you said before. Yep, gotcha. All right, and what well, mine? I'm going the I'm going Tatiana for a back-to-back victory, and also Jack Robinson for that win for the men to cap off an incredible season for our Jack Robbo from the WA. Yeah, I know. Fuck, he's a favourite, right? He is. Let's hope it's 10 Hopefully foot. Hopefully it gets 8 to 10 mate. foot and we'll see how he goes It'll there. Exciting. Yeah, it should be amazing. Can't wait for it. So I think it's about the 16th of August or so. 
That one is kicking off and it's going to be a ripper. Cannot wait for it. Fuck you. Now, we're doing a relatively short one today because we are going to go and get a surf in. But let's talk about the Clive Palmer Cup. Fuck. Clive Palmer Cup. Mate, I've got a couple. Uh, It's hard hard to be annoyed at things. No, I'm not annoyed. (laughs) I I guess I'm annoyed at myself. Uh, We were walking down up to... The keyhole to paddle out for a surf. Uh, and I just had my leg rope on, just about to... W- took my first step onto the reef. And it, and there was a little bit of green sort of slime on the reef. And I just put my... I sort of planted both feet. And I just felt, my, felt both my feet start to slide. And my right leg yep. just lifted up. And I just... Fucking went ass over tit. My, you my sure right, did. My right foot almost went over my head. <laughs> almost did a backflip onto the reef. I was holding my board. I, I sort of landed on the reef, ripped the nail off me, uh, off my finger, bruised the fuck out of my knuckle, ding my my inferno sharp eye. Uh, fuck that hurt now you witnessed it all I saw the whole thing mate and um, yeah out of 10 what would you give it out of 10 mate uh, as, so it's like a, the degree of difficulty and just the actual gave fall. it a 9, 9.2 mate <laughs> yeah so if you come and uh, you know I mean slippery reefs all over the world but uh, if you Going out over the keyhole like G-Land, just watch out that slippery patch of reef because that fucked me right up. That's the thing. It just looks like a normal sort of limestone reef, but it's, it's almost got just slippy like a banana peel. A little ice skating reek. So I'll give that little patch of reef the uh, the Clive Palmer. There you go, mate. Well, uh, I go, I'm giving myself the Clive Palmer cup after snapping my leg rope on my s- second or third wave today. Um out between Money's and Kong's and yeah, fucking hell. I had a shocker. Second wave. There it goes. What is it with snapping leg ropes this trip? I think we've all done a leg rope, haven't we? Yeah, I won't mention the brand, but I will be having a chat with the CEO when I get home. Fuck, mine was brand new. <laughs> mine wasn't brand new, but uh, yeah, it's always disappointing when you do that because you've got to swim over the reef and it's not really the sort of wave you want to be out without a leg rope because it's, um, yeah, it's pretty, pretty top to bottom today. But yeah, another Steve Irwin. Namu is probably to the Clive uh, Palmer. Are we doing? Oh, sorry, another Steve. Another Clive Palmer. Sorry, I'm jumping the gun. Clive Palmer. I mean, you sp- you, you touched on it briefly before, mate. But the uh, the fucking monkeys, <laughs> the monkey army is strong here, and uh, troops. And we're all walking around with the bamboo pole, um, cruising between the, our our room and the beach. Just trying to not get ambushed by about thirty <laughs> monkeys. So uh, a couple all of little, little fucking Clive Palmer's little bastards, and they've uh, seem to have a liking for wax. So uh, just a little tip for anyone coming to Gland: don't leave your wax out on the veranda because it'll be fucking nabbed. Yeah, they eat, they eat wax up, and um, if you do go to the toilet or whatever, don't don't leave your door open because I went to uh, see a man about a dog earlier this morning and. I heard scurry, 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 came out. There's two monkeys in our room. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, so lock your valuables up. Um, <laughs> yeah, fuck. They'll, they'll ransack your room looking for stuff. Looking for more wax, probably. Me want wax, me monkey. <laughs> as long as I didn't take my athletic greens, little fuckers. Uh, shout out to athletic greens. <laughs> fucking keeping me, keeping all my vitamins and minerals oh, that's the in one. check on this trip. 
Your athletic grains. All the fucking bintang we've been having every day. So as we see Sarge walk by into Losman 11, I think it's 11. Um, yeah. Shout out to our neighbour, Sarge. Uh, we are going to give the Clive Palmer Cup this week to the fucking monkeys. <laughs> yes, mate. Attack of the apes. Uh, there's a big silverback boy getting around. So I know it did chase a f- uh, three of the boys. It scared the fuck out of them. <laughs> uh, it was like they were tripping over each other and it probably gave about a 20-metre uh, dash for them. <laughs> it didn't give up. So uh, the boys are rattled. They made me feel rattled. So, uh, yeah. Classic, mate. Classic. What about the Steve Irwin salutes? Oh, mate, I was thinking of a Steve Irwin. I mean, we, uh, being little cheapskates, we pay for the standard accommodation, but the uh, the good folk at Joyos gave us a deluxe room upgrade. So uh, I thought that uh, deserves a Steve Irwin salute. So thanks to the, the crew at Joyos. Good on Joyos. Oh, yeah. there's, a, there's a good bunch of crew here. There's one particular guy called Jabut. He's a good lad. He's been here a long time. Uh, I think he goes by the name of Jim Beam in his previous life but he's serving us bintangs and hot dogs every every sunset um no it's been epic so uh yeah it's my steve Irwin, mate yeah nice one i'm giving my steve Irwin salute nomination to the hot dogs the sunset hot dogs they are epic they are not your healthiest number but after a day's surfing you probably get away with it couple of bintangs and a uh, delicious hot dog from Joyo's Inland Sunset Bar. Highlight of the trip so far. And so this week you're going to get the Steve Evans salute. Fuck yeah. I mean, how good is it sitting, watching one of the best left-hand ways peel down the reef? It's it's epic to be in G-Lands. Fucking great spot. Nothing better. Steve Irwin would love this wave. Not sure if he's ever surfed it, but fuck, he would dominate. He'd actually go all right with the monkeys too, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, he'd, be, he'd be hanging out with them half the time and <laughs> and then surfing with them the other half. Absolutely smashing it out there. Steve Evans salute goes to the hot dog today. Now, we are going to wrap this one up pretty quickly, but also, before we do, I just want to shout out some of the crew that are here this week. We've met some pretty nice people and um, yeah, everyone's super friendly and relaxed and chilled. Hasn't been any real aggression in the water, has there? Fuck all. It's been mellow as fuck. There's a bunch of Torquay boys, so they're all pretty cruisy. Bunch of Torquay boys. Are they still around or are yeah, they gone? They're still here, yeah. Yep. 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 Nice one. Good to see those crew, including um, Kyle Bill Warren from the Lipped podcast. Shout out to Kyle and the Lipped. Dragging his corn through a couple of tubes. Fuck yeah. XQ uh, dripping. Yeah, he's, he's, he's been getting some good ones this week. Um, any last words, T-Bone? No, mate, just stoked. Fucking few more days left of our trip. Looking forward to it, Namu. Yeah, man. days at Commune. It's going to be pumping. Big swell coming Tuesday. Uh, we checked the weather report uh, down the coast. Looks like it's getting five metres yesterday or today. So, mate, th- it's been a perfect trip and it looks like we're going to round off with a couple of right-handers, which I'm looking forward to, mate. Better crummers. Yeah, can't wait for that. I've never been to Karamas, so looking forward to heading up Commune and sitting in the bar with a cocktail, watching all you guys get shacked off your head. Fuck yeah, mate. Can't wait for that one. So from the jungle at G-Land, T-Bone and Namu, as he has not been here, he's back home in the rainy wet, but it's been a pleasure bringing you Barrel Surf Podcast from the jungle, and we'll catch you next time. Mm.